Episode 6 of the Cooked Lobsters. I'm your sous chef, Brandon Jotter, and always with me, head chef, Ryan Weber. Let's get cracking. And with us today, we have Ian May. And just tell us about yourself, May. Yeah, so friend of uh, Ryan and Brandon. Uh, me and Brandon go quite a ways back. We work together and, uh, yeah potential new jamie of the podcast as we were talking off air about so you oh. might be hearing you might not see a whole lot of me but you'll probably be hearing me uh from here on out if not uh definitely down the road would you so. like zach alpinakis and like hang over with all the numbers in the background we can hear the yeah, numbers crash i got i'm just back. you know crunching data <laughs> you know ian we'd like to take this moment pretty early on to formally invite you to our podcast family here if you'd be so humble we'd like to offer you the executive editor position at the cooked lobsters if you would accept absolutely thank you have you aboard celebrate we have some main craft beers um no shout outs but if you're watching the video version i'm sure you can probably figure out what we're drinking i would definitely say though too uh me and you ryan we should definitely like try some of these and see what we think Definitely. Give it a little, maybe a little review on some of the craft beers here that we got. We got three different distinct craft beers, if I'm not mistaken, from three companies that I recognize. We'll get to that a little bit later. Um, but Chef Drada, um, what's cooking right now? I know. I thought you were just gonna look at the beers and like compare how good they were without even opening them, you know, without tasting them at all. But uh, you know, I'm. I'm pretty rocked right now, but I'm pretty excited to have you on the cast again, dude. Like, we've had some pretty good times, my man. Like, especially the TD Bank, some late nights starting from the... We had the Shenanigans. Worst, dude, we had the <laughs> war shift, too. We had, like, from fucking 5 p.m. to, like, 3 a.m. Oh, yeah. I used to work until 3.45. If I worked any later, I would have gotten, like, the, like, 50-cent bonus or whatever for being overnights. I was, like, <laughs> so lame. But never do flex schedule. It is so terrible to plan anything in your life. Never would recommend it. Uh, yeah, it's just a bad time. Yeah, it's never, it's never good. But dude, like, there were so many times we just <laughs> the weather. So many. Oh my god, bro! We have stories. You want to take a little puff of that? We got like stories that, I mean, just to travel home. We must have, like, a dozen of those stories, bro. Like, where, like, things were so sketch. I remember one time we were driving home. I had a Nissan Sentra, front-wheel drive. And uh, I used to travel back with him because one time I legit got stuck out in the woods in my Nissan Sentra. And I had to call a friend with almost no signal and let him know, hey, if you don't see me back in the morning this is the road I am at. Please come and get me. Cause he had like a wench and he had like a solid off-roading Jeep and all that. Main, I'm like, bro, 
That's some main shit right there for you, guy. You know, and knowing Ian, he's a, does have that iPhone shit where it's like, yo, find a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. You got to do the Android game. And he's like, yo, I got to text you my actual location. Sending actual coordinates <laughs> to your phone. Bro, it, it, it was so wild. I told him, like, so, like, I'm driving home, and for the listeners in this area, uh, I used to drive home to Norway through 119 which cuts through hebron and hebron academy and right after hebron academy i saw this chick she crashed so i slowed down i'm like yeah yeah i slowed down because she hit a tree pretty fucking hard it looked like but she looked fine she was on her phone so i'm like all right that's good but like it's probably why she hit a tree (laughs) yeah for those not from winter states it's very common in winter states if you see somebody off-road or something like that in a storm needs help on the side of the road to actually stop and like help them out so i slowed down but it looks like there was a guy in a jeep wrangler who had it i'm like he's way better off helping her and it looked like he was already helping her so i'm like might as well just see if i can make it where she couldn't and the roads were so slick i start going up this hill right after hebron academy and like a spinning tire spinning tire spinning tires and then like i slow down i go off onto this dirt road because there's a road that goes around and cuts through and I like make it up the hill and it's like the most insane shit. So I make it up. I go back down over this road and it goes from dirt to like, you know, regular road. Yeah. 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 And then like, I get stuck. I'm like, fuck, I'm stuck at the bottom of like this saddle between these two hills. I go back up the way I came. I look down and it's like glare ice. And then a turn at the bottom. I'm like, fuck this. So I'm like, I'm going to wait see a guy come by i wave him down i'm like bro you can't go this way it's like bad and he's like well you can't go the other way it's bad i'm like yeah i just came from there we had to wait until like the plow trucks came bro and sanded the road it was like fucking wild and then i finally made it home at like six in the morning and i left work at like three in the morning that time so it was like it was just so wild but dude like main winters right nothing to fuck with they, they definitely ain't nothing to fuck with, for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, like, that's the thing, though, too, is, like, that's why, like, I always, like, in winter, have, like, extra coats and shit, bro, and, like, extra, like, warm gear just in case. But, like, yeah, it, it's, like, legit. Now I have, like, an all-wheel drive or four-wheel drive Jeep, so, like, I'm not too worried, but there's some still some sketchy shit. I remember one time we were driving back, and, like, the snow was, like, literally, we're plowing the snow with our cars. It was the most insane Oh, dude, when we were in the parking lot? Yeah, and then, like, we <laughs> had to, like, drive out, drive all the way down, uh, was it Lewiston Road or something, uh, into Mechanic Falls? Bro, so the, the plow people at TD Bank, for those that don't listen, if you are in the Auburn area, in the Auburn Mall parking lot, they did not the parking lot at all so we had to go inside and grab shovels and hand shovel like just Damn. enough so we could just get enough speed to like keep going around the belt so we can go around the belt circle oh that was that getting was overtime time. getting overtime that day eh? yeah oh, yeah unpaid <laughs> yeah like unpaid it. yeah it's the way she goes you know yeah, it's smart. You he said keeping like the spare blanket, keeping all the warm clothes, because you you can get stuck up there in the woods in Maine for sure. I mean, you get stuck up there. I knew this one girl. She had a story about a sister she had got stuck up there somewhere in the fucking woods, and I guess UFOs came and took her, and then she 
they just found a car. Jesus. You know, crazy shit Jesus be going Christ. on up Did there. Did you hear anything about that, that? Up in Madawaska. No, bro. Up in Madawaska, guy. That's some crazy, crazy shit. You know, you, you never know what you're going to see up in Maine. You never know, bro. Speaking of, bro, like, UFOs and shit. What about them? Oh, bro. I know there's... <laughs> Uh, like some crazy ufo stories in maine i know there's like a lot going on in the news too like i saw your other podcast with gus there you guys were talking about it and i was like because i'm like all in on the ufos call me crazy but i'm like all about it i'm all about that hype i'm like all this shit i keep watching it bro what what's in the news right now like what's going on because i like for for somebody out there because i'm sure a lot of our listeners like probably aren't informed on the ufo news like Break it down. What's going on right now? So right now there was like a big like hearing, like Senate hearing and stuff with uh, some uh, former people that have had some experience. A couple of fighter pilots actually in the U.S. Air Force and U.S. Navy. Um, they got up. They testified about having incidences. Uh, one guy, uh, Captain. Oh, hold on. Let me think here real quick. Captain David Fravor, who was a former pilot. And he was flying and he saw like this tic tac. And it was like, it went from like something crazy like the ocean floor or like the ocean. It was like bubbling like white water. Like, but it's like right in the middle of the ocean. So there's no way it's crashing up against anything unless it's like a giant underground or underwater mountain. So, like, they're like, what the fuck is this? This thing goes from like sea level to like 10,000 feet in like a second. And then, like, and then there's this other guy. Sounds like a drone. Like, well, that no, nobody knows. That's the out thing. of the water, though, is what you're saying. Yeah, it goes from like out of the water, bro. Yeah, and you they, think of, yeah, drone. You think a drone? They take a second. Talk about that for a second. So you're saying this thing? How big is it? Because I heard you say something about a tic tac. Uh, yeah, so there. Right some now. of them describe it as like a tic tac, and basically because it's just shaped like a tic tac, kind of like oval. You know, like how it's just in more shape. in shape, not size. Yeah, yeah, and it's in yeah. shape. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, this fighter pilot has how, such good vision. How has he seen this Tic Tac? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. How how big are we talking? Or like not specified? Or they're not really sure, but it's like I believe they said it's like the size of like an F eighteen. However big that is, I don't know, but. So like a minivan, maybe bigger than that. So okay. when we get him on the cast, he'd be the guy looking up wh- how big is an F-18. That would be the question <laughs> right sure. now. Uh, but that'll be next cast and future cast. <laughs> but yeah, and then like there's this one guy, Gush, who had like a security clearance. Um, and so like a, like a top secret like security clearance. And he said that he never saw anything, but he heard from other people within so like people are already like skeptical and i'm pretty skeptical of this guy too but yeah the other ones the biggest ones for me are like you know the like actual fighter pilots like if there's somebody gonna like be honest and one guy was uh who's on joe rogan's pod uh talked about it too he was like a safety coordinator i believe for the air force too and later on i believe he did some training stuff too but like it started to become a problem because like there's like stories of like uh you know they're out and doing training and all this stuff and like doing all these crazy maneuvers like one you know little slip up going 600 miles an hour so it actually posed like an actual safety concern so like that's why he testified and to me those are the most credible is their fighter pilots because they're seeing them apparently off of like uh the coast the east coast near like 
North Carolina, South Carolina, quite a bit. So like, that's the thing. Interesting. That's the it, big hype. So that's the hot spot. That's the hot spot. I still think we should raid Area Fifty One, Roswell. I know people are going to do that. Remember, call back to when they're going to do that. The Air Force was like, we will kill you off. But <laughs> I'm like, let's go. Let's. This is the uh, point in the show. We remind you the uh, opinions are of the uh, hypothetical. These are yeah, all hypothetical scenarios. Of the, uh, the guests and not reflections of the Cook Lobster. We're Cook joking Lobster around, affiliates. of course. No yeah. way I'm running into Area 51. I trust with my trusting and loving government. But... I say, whatever happened to... Whoa, 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 whoa. Whatever happened to sending all the Kyles to Area 51? Did we ever try What that? about the Karens? I'm sick of them bitches. <laughs> the Kyles, the Karens, and the Kens. Yeah. <laughs> the Kens. And maybe oh, the Barbies. Oh, the Barbies. Are that new movie's got some good hype to it, though. I heard it sucked. But, like, I have some friends who are just kind of dickheads. So, like, I never <laughs> really know until I see it yeah. myself, you know? I don't. I haven't even seen the ratings on it. Because some of those people are dickheads, too, you know? Everyone's kind of a dickhead some days. For sure. So, uh, you 100% believe in the aliens, yeah? Bro, I mean, like, the odds and, like... For me, if it wasn't for the fighter pilots, I'd be a huge skeptic. I was a big skeptic until it got into, like, fighter pilots actually being like, yo, like, this is when, when like, people are like, yo, this is, like, an actual, like, safety, like, thing. Then I'm like, okay, there's something to it. Like, there's actually something to this. Like, and who knows, man? Like, I mean, there's a fucking billion, you know, solar systems in a galaxy and there's, like, a trillion galaxies. The odds that someone figured out, and scientists are always like, "Oh well, you know, there it, it goes against physics. Physics as we understand it, you bitch." Like, bro, you <laughs> like, seen Men in Black? You seen sure. that scene at the very end scene when they're in like a, a locker and there's a marble? That shit. That's what we're going through. There's, there's no way. There's not that shit's real. Like, I just don't understand. Like, if you don't think that's real, then I don't know. I think aliens. I don't know. That's what I think. I've never seen anything in Maine. Um, but, like, I, I'd love to, like, look into it. I, I, For me, like, I'm not, like, big into conspiracy theories. Like, especially when it comes to, like, crazy shit like the paranormal, like, you know, cryptids, like, Bigfoot and shit. I'm like, all right, like, come on, let's, let's get for real. Have you ever had any paranormal, like, experiences or anything? No, I... There's, like, one that I, I have big doubts about. I was, uh... It was back when, when I was with my ex, and we're about to go to the following morning to um, my friend's wedding. And so, like, you know, I come back. It's, like, early morning. You know, again, we're this is the time when I used to work early, early morning. And I'm at her place, and apparently to them, the place was haunted. Now, I am a huge skeptic of hauntings because I, I just... I don't know, man. I feel like Maine. I feel like we can do episodes on some haunted shit just in Maine. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, like, let's talk about Stephen King's books, movies. You know, oh, that's dude. called cocaine. Bro, but uh, listen, he's the king. You know, he is the king. He is the no king. doubt. He's the Stephen King, my guy. But he was also on cocaine. <laughs> like, when he wrote Carrie, he didn't even remember when he wrote Carrie. You had to be fucked up to write a novel and not remember that you wrote a novel. <laughs> like, he 
you gotta be like on something, my brother. Ah, like, dude, we uh, all get fucked up and write a novel or two. It fucking happens, you know. That's how oh. some of the best happen. <laughs> yeah. You a big yeah. Stephen King fan? So to be honest, and I love Stephen Stephen King. King. He has talked up Maine so much and made Maine not just about lobsters and you know blueberries and earmuffs and (laughs) shit like that. Like, but the thing with Stephen King is one, he is everyone. This is everyone's big criticism of his is that he he's not good at ending a story. Like that's one thing, and some of his books you know i feel like can be kind of dry like the good thing i will say about him is irregardless of the book he always kicks it off with action i remember reading cell when i was in seventh grade and the action kicked off like like second page in the book it was like legit but like he can just kind of dry out dry you out and kind of bore you kind of sometimes with the story what i will say though is like he makes his characters so real you know what I mean? Like, bro, just make sure you tread lightly on what you say because you're going to be like in his next book. That's all I'm going to say. I hope he's listening to us. Yeah. Podcast, you know? <laughs> but, dude, yeah, I do know that. So, my grandmother, uh, she read one of the books. I think we were talking about this the other night. Was it Carrie? Um, I think it was Carrie. She was reading the book and she was realizing the names in the book were like people she went to school with. Like actual names yeah. from like he used like actual people's names and shit like that. And my grandfather, I, I think I, I don't know if I told you, but my grandfather went to uh, school with Stephen King. Really? He, yeah, just a little, a couple of classes above him. I was like, man, that might kind of. What weird. school would that be? Uh, Lisbon, Lisbon Falls. Lisbon know? Falls. Oh shit. Oh yeah, Lisbon. Uh, the Lisbon Hounds. Uh, they win a uh, state championship his senior year. Oh yeah, football. There nice. you go. Oh, yeah. He was always kind of a weird kind of guy, but I I like his stories though, and the fact that everything is interconnected some way or another is what's so cool. He even like recently made him part of his own universe, like he wrote himself in. Bro, like he kind of did like the uh, Stan Lee of Marvel when he put himself into his own movies. Yeah, you're saying yeah, yeah, like but like that's the thing is like he he has such realistic characters. Like when you read a book sometimes just like when you watch tv and you watch a drama sometimes like the characters are like okay that's not really what would happen but like he's like the way he makes his characters you can absolutely believe it dude like in misery that shit's like that bitch was that kathy bates dude great actress oh my god she's she's phenomenal like all of her shit like especially american horror story but like who's the guy that's in it he's in also the program Who's the uh, I don't know who I I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking about. He's a, a pretty well, famous actor well, too. Practice your job and look it up. <laughs> Get the fuck <laughs> out of here! <laughs> right, Tell me, on. man, you're the one that wants to you know do this position. But like, yo, misery. That shit's like scary as hell. He's like, that shit's like legitimately like that shit can happen. Like you have you seen misery at all? Oh yeah, yeah. Like I couldn't imagine. I don't know. I don't want to spoil it for anyone that hasn't doing it, like seen it or not. But like. The ankle scene, that's that gets me probably the we most. Could, uh, we could seriously do a special on it. I could definitely see a special happening on that or maybe even another Stephen King uh, movie know, uh, in yeah. the future, you know? I, I hear something cooking up in the future. I hear something, something, Sprinkle uh, a little of that in, you know? Just oh, get a little of this, a little of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keeping it spicy, dude. 
We're in the woods, so this is going to take a second to load. Oh, actually, there it is. James Can. Oh, yeah. He's on it. He's on it. it. That was our best hire yet. Our first hire, but our best hire. Question. Someone asked us between earlier, we were talking about Stephen King with a couple people. Uh, Is Green Mile considered a horror movie? So, no, it wouldn't be. It's more a sci-fi. And that's a common theme, though, in his books, is somebody will have a superpower. Like, uh, Carrie, she had her powers. This guy, he had his. And Oh, wh- um, yeah. a, deep in, or a Deep Thought? What was the one with uh, Christopher Walken? I've never seen that. I'll do this one. You good? Continue to powers. So, yeah, so that's a common theme, is somebody will have, a like, some sort of paranormal power, like psychic, psychic abilities, you know, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, what I will say though, too, is like, I feel bad for Stephen King because some of his stuff is like made for TV movies and are done in series. And so they aren't always as good as the books, but the green mile. And I think it was because I believe he was a producer and writer on the movie as well. It, it, It was very close to the actual book. And so it was a great book and it was a great movie. Tom Hanks killed it. I mean, as always, I mean, he always fucking killed it. But. Michael Duncan, bro. Cool fact. I saw that guy, like, in person. Michael Duncan? Yeah. Yeah, the guy who plays uh, John Coffee. John yeah. Coffee? Dude is fucking huge. Yeah. I was at a son's basketball game against the Lakers. Bro, I see. So Kobe's running down the court and just fucking absolutely yams it. I'm pissed off, but dad's swearing, and I'm looking across the court. And I see this dude just stand up and go in like this. And I go over and I take a picture. It's fucking Michael Duncan. And then he's right behind him. He bought, I think he must have bought three seats because it was like him, an extra seat, and then his wife. Yeah. But when he went like huge this, he couldn't man. like see. Yeah, he's a huge, huge L.A. fan. Huge L.A. Well, was a huge L.A. fan. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Used oh, to be love. at uh, every single UFC event, too. Yeah, dude. Like that guy every was, single one. I love that guy. I'd like to say, too. May he rest in peace. Green Mile, Armageddon. Oh my God, Armageddon is hilarious. Tell Knights the Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Like he was, he was just so good. He could so be many. comical. He, he could did be everything. serious. Yeah, he did so many good movies. He was oh, Ar- him and Armageddon. I I peed myself laughing in that oh, movie. When he's Money. in the the plane and they're going through like G forces. <laughs> he's like, so yo, funny. if I kick you in the balls, are you gonna stay on the ground, or are you gonna be floating? <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you know, like, our podcast motto is let's get cracking. Let's crack open those beers, my guy. Yeah, so. Crack one open for Michael cheers. Duncan. Yeah, crack one open. What is this first one that we got? Because we are going to be sampling three. Brightside IPA. By Lone Pine. Oh. Oh. 7.1% horsepower. Jesus Christ. 7.1% horsepower. And I will be sampling uh, this 100%. Lobster water? 100%. 100%. Not for sale yet, but we uh, we may be selling some lobster water in the future. Stay tuned for that. Let's oh, yeah. taste uh, this Lone Pine Bright Side IPA. Let's give it a little whiff first. It smells like aluminum, like the can. <laughs> it's a light IPA. I like it. Because some IPAs are just hearty and they have like a strong 
taste and aftertaste. This is well nice balanced. Pretty pretty heavy on the lemon aftertaste. I think for seven point one though, I would like if I was drinking this, I'd be like, oh, this is like five percent. Yeah, this this will probably creep up on you. I'm gonna have a few sips of this one because I know we're sampling three Wanna, here. After two, if you want, we can just split this one. It's uh, Lawson's finest liquids. Little sip. Let's talk about this one first. Let's uh, let's let this one unravel on the palate real quick. What um, what are you giving that for a score? This is a seven point one alcohol percent. Yeah, seven point one's the alcohol percent, not Ian's score. One to ten, <laughs> with the percentages. You know the rules. I would say. It all depends on your mood too. Like for you know what, I'm not big into IPAs. So as far as IPAs go. Mm-hmm. In general, I give this a solid 8.2. It's not... Wow. I'm not big into IPAs. I usually have to really be in the mood. But I could actually buy this and, like, when I'm chilling one night, you know. I like that Crush they, a few uh, of these. I like that these are high in alcohol. You can probably slam a few of these down. Got that good taste to them. Pretty well balanced. Score's a little high. But not too, too high. I'd give it an 8.1. That's pretty damn good. So eight point one, I gave it eight point two, right around the split, split it, you know, like uh, the bro, average. You, bro, you have a couple of those. You'd be tits up, my guy. I'd be tanked. You'd yeah, be yeah, tits up. Oh yeah, seven yeah, yeah. point one. That's like two beers in one can. They go down really easy. That's why I like. I like these, pretty good. man. Oh, I don't know how much they cost. We appreciate the donations from California. We think though. Oh yeah. Thank you from to the, our supporters. Oh yeah, he's got a. Uh, Dude, I'm actually pretty sure they they had their competition. I gotta check in with them on uh, Rip and Rosie for all yeah. those listeners out there. Shout out to Rip and Rosie, the dog. Yeah, my uh, check them out on Instagram. My uncle Steve's dog is a surfer. For all those listeners out there who love cute little blonde, pretty good, eh? Uh, <laughs> yeah, good. Yellow Labs. She's uh, two years old, and she her name is Rip and Rosie on Instagram. She uh, they had a world competition for surfing. So, Damn. Yeah, I gotta check it on that and see how they she did. Good luck to her. I hope she won. I know they're gonna have the most fun either way. <clears throat> I oh, heard. Yeah. So let's be real here. People do not need to be in the fucking ocean. Like, what is going on here? I, I, I 100% look. I, agree. I think. 100% I agree. think it's People great that you know surfing. Yeah. I'd love to learn how to surf. But everybody that goes along the beach and loves to surf, these pro surfers, they're like, yeah, I almost got stung by like, uh, you know. A man of war or like one of these crazy jellyfish and they almost die or like they almost get eaten by a shark it's like you could avoid all this like you could avoid all this right now by not being where they are <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bro, but they love it dog they love to play a little devil's advocate they love it that's like saying the safest sex is like staying home at night you know and jerking off yeah well, that, that is yeah, but <laughs> here's the yeah. thing: just playing in your bathtub at home or something, you know. You can also <laughs> always wear a condom. Uh, a jumpsuit does not stop a shark ripping you in half. So <laughs> <laughs> he's got a solid argument there, my guy. He does, unless like I'm thinking, if you had like a medieval chain suit and a shark tried to attack you, I wonder how that would end for you. Now I know swimming in a chain suit is probably not an ideal situation, but can you just imagine a great white trying to chew through like three layers of fucking chain? Here's the thing: that horse, the horsepower behind their their uh, bite is like it would crush you, anyways. 
so like even if you don't get ripped what? in half, the bite of a great white, like oh. I mean, they'd fucking crush your arm. Bro, I I survived. Yeah, I survived. You know, like for all the listeners out there, you know, there ain't no gray white, my guy. Oh yeah, that's, I know a, it's a, a shark. One. I know it's a, baby, a shark. It's a baby shark, you know. You got the baby shark bite for the the visuals out there, but the audio only listeners just got to take our word for it. Uh, no, the real story behind that was kind of crazy. Long story short, my buddy, um, we were at a. Jeez, oh, I gotta get my words out here. Uh, we were at a party that we threw a food party essentially. Um, it was right after nationals at wrestling at Colorado, which was pretty cool. And, um, my buddy pushed my legs out from under me and I fell, cut my arm on the spillover in a hot tub. Yep. And I cut all the tendons in my hand and, uh, had 125 stitches on the inside and shit, 25 on the outside. Dude, my hand was like this. I was just like, I had, a, I had a cut like that on my calf. Cause, uh, I was in middle school, we were mountain biking and I hit a patch of sand, my leg went forward and right into the sprocket and then they're like rumford hospital they're like oh you're fine you don't need anything for it and they're like my mom being a cna is like well shouldn't we like at least like you know butterfly stitches something like that or let's wrap it up they're like nah you know you want it to heal so just let there get at it i'm like i'm gonna get infected and have to like cut off my fucking leg (laughs) like what these fucking people I'll show you the cut on um or the scar on my leg, but like Jesus Christ, bro! I love the, the, the no, I didn't love this part, but the coolest part, <laughs> but the, the coolest part about this was like I could like actually I was like all right, this is like the one opportunity I could Jesus. feel my bone, dude. That thing is so fucking smooth, it's kind of wild. How many girls have you told that that is a shark bite too? Pretty much every single one, but I stopped doing that because the like the real story is way better. Over under six hundred. Uh, like people in my life, probably like the last ten years. No, over under six hundred people that you've told that that's a, oh, six, a shark over. bite to. Over a th- over under a thousand. Oh, in college, dude, like it'd be like like everybody, every like you know how many how many free beers I would get to tell people like I got bit by a shark. Everyone's <laughs> like, ooh, shark bite, hooaha! <laughs> it was awesome. It was it's cool getting free beers for a uh, shark bite story. Dude, like, I had a yeah, great yeah, story yeah. for it, but you know, like I said. I used my, uh, my dad got stung by a stingray. That was kind of wild. I fucking hate the ocean too, but don't ever tell my uncle that. He'll, uh, he loves the ocean, man. It, it is beautiful. I will say that, but it's like, also, you, you don't need to be there. <laughs> it's fucking scary, man. Yeah. What's scary though? Like the ocean or space? Well, here's the thing. I'm worried that, like, if I go this into the space... cook lobsters, by the way. I know, but yeah. still, like, dude, I'm a lobster. I'm fucking scared of the ocean, my guy. <laughs> here's like... the thing. Like, if you go into outer space and, like, the rocket doesn't... Like, if it, something happens and you can't, like, use the rockets to turn around, you just keep going. There's nothing to stop you like, until, run. like... <laughs> the so propeller you just... breaks and you can't take a right and you're just fucking going straight forever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like... A f- Force in motion stays in motion unless there's something else slowing it down, right? So, like, you're just going to keep an asteroid fucking hit you or something. Yeah. But, so, like, fuck that. Yeah. Dumb Elon has to get his to shit die. together before I want to. <laughs> so many dumb ways to die. But then again, like, the ocean, man. Like, going down. Like, do you see all the crazy dumb shit down there? Dumb ways to yeah. die. Speaking of the Titanic oh. uh, sub... 
you know, imploding. you know, James Cameron was getting a hard on when that Titanic went missing. What a story for him to write the Titanic two on, bro. The funniest shit that this guy fucking told me is that they had job applications for fucking. Yo, yeah, they had an Indeed app. Uh, dude, like the next day on Indeed, they're like, oh, looking for new submarine drivers. And it's like, yeah, no fucking shit you're looking for new <laughs> submarine drivers. You just well, lost a couple. wait, though, at least. Dude, they, I don't even think they waited a full 24 hours. Bro, I felt bad because I didn't know about it. And I, the, <laughs> I had the dab rig with the submarine. And I was like, yo, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna hit this and sink my mind real quick. And people were like, oh, that's too soon. I was like, what are you talking about? Because you know me, none. Not being social media like illiterate and knowing all this shit going on, I was like, "Oh, oops. Well, I guess that's a little bit too here's, soon." <laughs> here's the their issue: they went into the Southwest Airlines of subs, so they fucking, <laughs> <laughs> so Easy that's that why shit. I love that's why yeah. they died. And so let's be real: you take an Uber to the fucking bottom of the ocean, bad shit's gonna happen. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... Like, I mean, let's be for real, though, right? They like, got insurance on that submarine? Like, are they getting their money back on that? Like, is that just a business write-off to them? Dude, they probably had to, dude, they probably had to sign some document, like, before they went down. Oh, like, yeah, like, there's always some lawyer they bullshit. They their asses, dude. They got, like, a 65,000-page book they signed first. They're, they're probably an LLC, legal liability company. So, like, they, they have little... Or limited legal... Le- legality company or some shit like that limited That's... liability company okay so i had it right but it yeah it might be corp liability uh, corp it's either company or corp i can't remember the last but one. yeah either way basically they're limited liability so i'm sure they didn't have to pay shit but it's so stupid like no they probably made a couple bucks on it probably had an old submarine they got rid of it now they got a new one on the way you i know? remember uh people were pissed when i was a kid because people would do stupid shit like bring a sub land it on the fucking titanic <laughs> and get married or something stupid they used to do that and then pay like five hundred thousand dollars or something but they want in real subs that's the thing they want in real fucking submarines so they lived these jabronis are like <laughs> little fucking phone a friend or something and build one together fucking red nut i could have built a sub like that <laughs> like a guy that looks like me that you know has some welding under his belt probably took a fucking propane tank and just like took like right. a couple community college classes and said i can shit, do this shit let's get it yeah <laughs> like i hate to be callous i know people died but also let's talk about the fact that his son the day that he found out, like, his dad died in the submarine, went to a fucking concert. <laughs> He's like, oh, why is everybody judging whoa, me? Whoa, 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 whoa. What concert was it? It wasn't Taylor Swift. It might have been Taylor Swift. If it was Taylor Swift, you're going to that concert. You ask my sister. You're my finding a way to go to that concert. But was it really that you big know, of a deal, my guy? If I die, I want my sister to know. On record, if I die and my sister has Taylor Swift tickets that night, I want her to go to that concert. Here's the thing. I'm she being, she, she's going to do it no matter what, guy. I, you know, I'm telling her, but I'm saying I want her at that concert. I'm telling you right now. It, my sister also went to a Taylor Swift concert recently. And if I die and that ignorant bitch doesn't show up, I'm... Fuck her. <laughs> Which one? You're Taylor Swift or your sister? My sister. Fuck Taylor Swift. I don't know her, bitch. <laughs> but easy, Kanye. Easy, 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 easy. Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. Kanye. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
Kanye, not like I'm Pete Davidson. Kanye it's not Miller like over everyone here. out there. You know what I'm saying? Did you say you're Pete Davidson? Yeah. Didn't he date her too? I don't know. He's got a great track list, dude. I envy that man. Just I can't even remember his track list. I'm not a Kardashian so, dude though. Everything before Kardashian but, was good, if you ask me. Since we're kind of on current events, what do you think of like Cardi B throwing a mic at a fan? So I guess somebody threw something at her. It was like a mixy, like a mixed drink. Yeah, something like that. Mixy. And so she threw a fucking mic at him. Which I can't really blame her, but also at the same time, people always do that, don't they? At concerts, like it, throw like, mixed drinks at not, the not performer, drinks, but like you yeah, saw throw true. a water ball at Justin Bieber. Never mind, I take that back. She look I, either way, I agree with it. I think she had the right to fucking throw it. Like Dude, fuck him, get out. There's some crazy shit that happens like on stages and shit. They get people jump on stage, they get fucking tackled off, they get bottles thrown and shit. Yeah, yeah, we 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 down with Cardi B. Fuck that fan, dude. Fuck that fan, Cardi B. I hope she fucking popped him in the dome piece, you know. Well, no violence though, no violence. She shouldn't be doing that, but like, it's fine this one time, you know. Are you talking about the singer or your dog? <laughs> Yo, yeah, my dog. No, my dog's good girl, also named Cardi B. No she, relation. What do you think she's doing right now? Ah, uh, she's probably chilling. Got her a big old bone down at the tractor supply, you know, one of them big old femurs. So she's probably going to town on that right now. Bro, I, you know what? I gotta give it a shout out for all those listeners out there. We have one of our biggest fans out there. It is Cardi. <laughs> Cardi? She does yeah. listen to us quite a bit, I've been told. Yeah, she so. likes listening to the podcast with me. Especially yeah. when you say when you go to work, she listens to it because she knows she can hear your voice. Yeah, yeah. She's a good girl. <laughs> She's a good girl. Bro, you know what's actually kind of crazy? Did we tell you about the uh, porcupine incident? You did, but I never seen the video. Oh, you didn't see the video? We'll have to put some clippets and things about that. But um, but no, we uh, there was a porcupine that got like that fell in the water. Yeah, so with you too. Oh no, there was just a porcupine that fell in the water, and we happened to get it out. Yeah, it the porcupine cool. got kind of trapped. It uh, had uh, like trapped itself, and then we uh, happened to get it off on a surfboard. And... So when it went, so it fell off the dock, and you know, like when the clothes go up. Um, under it went under the deck, and it got the quill stuck in the deck itself. So we had to basically like, when it moved backwards, it got him in the deck. So we had to like help it get out. So like it got on the board, and then it got on the deck, too. So it was kind of crazy. And then our neighbor uh, saved a loon, oh, which Jesus. is wild, dude. He found a loon that was sitting on his beach, that got like a bunch of wiring all over it. And, he, like, saved it. He got all the wiring off it. Dude, he said he got pecked by that shit, too. He said that shit was not fun. He said that shit hurt like hell. Oh, but, God. like, that's pretty... It's been eventful, eventful little time at Thompson. I remember walking home. <clears throat> I used to work out at a school or the Y, or I'd go to the National Guard Army when I was in the National Guard. I'd work out. But either way, all those places on my walk home went by this, like, little pond area. If you're from Sanford, you know what I'm talking about. It's by the army, the only one in town. But I'd walk home. <clears throat> it was like also a 45 minute walk too. Jesus Christ! And I'd walk home, and there'd be like geese and shit just hissing at me. I never dude. realized how mean they are. Dude, fucking <clears throat> geese are mean, motherfuckers. Duh, dude, dude, they're, they're so mean, they're especially so mean. the Canadian ones. Oh, them Canadian geese guy, and you can't hit them because uh, that would just be wrong. 
that would be wrong. On so many levels. Uh, that's, oh, yeah. If you ever seen Letterkenny, there's a billion reasons why you don't want to say anything wrong about a Canadian goose, eh? Oh, yeah. No, they're uh, they're majestic <laughs> there, yeah. Oh, pitter-patter, eh? Dude, if, the first time I saw a, a geese or a goose, more like it, as the word I should be saying, was <laughs> the uh, animal farm across the street from the casino. Yeah. They had a bunch of geese over there, and that shit was fucking... I was like, Jesus. <laughs> Dude, they had a bunch of places. They had a bunch of wild goats. Yeah, more of a goat guy. Than oh, a, dude, they have a bunch of goats. The little ones that jumped around. Some of them that fell over. Some of them that didn't. Yeah, I fucking love goats. Like, you ever see the ones online that you do like the backflips and shit off things? Those goats par- are hilarious. Those parkour goats. Yeah, yeah, they're like parkour goats, man. Oh, then they have the goats at the uh, disc golf course up in uh, Sabatis. Those are the... Yeah, yeah, if you're playing at Sabatis, the very last hole right before you shoot, you'll see a couple couple friendly goats quite a few of them sometimes you never know actually they got quite a few goats sometimes bro they should they'd save a shit ton of money on gas if they yeah. can train their goats to like just mow all the fields just without doing all that lawn mowing just get the goats to train them just to eat all the grass perfectly you can also level. get goats milk <laughs> cheese from goats goats are great to have when uh <clears throat> covid happened i me and my buddy, we started like a little bit of homesteading. We were going to get into it, but things happened here and there and never got around to it. But we did have chickens and we're thinking about getting goats. And it's honestly something I recommend. If you can have chickens, get chickens. Save yourself a little bit of money on eggs. You know, get some meat hens. Good eating. I actually gave you one one time. Oh, it was pretty good. It, it, was, was good. it was actually pretty damn good. Gave you a chicken? Yeah, he gave me a whole chicken. My mom was like... Yeah, we killed yeah. it and all that shit ourselves, but it was... Yeah, I was inside and my mom walks in. She's like, Ian dropped off a chicken. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, he just dropped off a bag and it was a whole chicken in it. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's Honestly, the grossest thing was not gutting it. The gu- <laughs> grossest thing was like de-feathering it. Because they roll around in their own shit, and it's terrible. But de-feathering it... You put, like, the wax... How's that process go? You put, like, the wax on them, and then you pull the feathers off? No. No. No, that's that's how you do, like, ducks and shit. So what happens is... Ducks are a little different, because their feathers are a little bit thicker, because they go in water. So, like, with chickens, what you do is... You basically... You just grab them. And there's obviously different ways of doing this. We strung them up by their feet. It looked crazy because, like, Jesus Christ, I heard your back. And then, like, <laughs> you have, like, a little noose. You strap their feet up. They flap around or whatever. And then you just either cut their head off if you can or just cut open their throat. It's a little, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a little yeah. weird at first. It's a little steamy, King. It's a little gory. Yeah, <laughs> steamy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I also, like, never really felt bad for chickens because chickens are just mean motherfuckers. Yeah, they. I don't like chickens. And they don't think about anything. They're just stupid. Chickens are cocks. <laughs> <laughs> chickens. You don't really eat roosters. Um, But, like... <laughs> what are you giggling at over there, guy? Oh, what are you giggling at over there, no, guy? But, I like, see you giggling your ass off, giggling bits. That's why I'm laughing over here. You have to get, like, the water <laughs> boiling, too, to a certain temp and, like, little, like, bubbles. They can't be rolling boil. And then, because if it's too high, then the feathers will be hard to rip off. And if it's too low, then it'll be also hard to rip off. So, like, you have to, like, right temp, and they basically come off themselves a little bit, just a little bit of force. And then, like, you have to, like, got them we have to like open up the chest and then like the back and all this and rip out their guts and it was it was a process but it was good eating 
and it was i mean we got like meat hens which are the same ones like if you go to a rotisserie at your local store all that but it tasted good you know it was just chicken but i I like doing it because like i could actually provide for everyone and you know like my friends family shit like that so you felt like accomplished as hell like that you're like yo yeah this is my yeah. yeah, and also, like, it's one of those things you hear a million times from people who hunt or people who, you know, uh, have their own farm. Like, you know where the food comes from. You know all that stuff. Did you ever have yeah. any uh, robbers? Because I heard with chickens, man, you got a lot of thieves. Well, the coyotes. You got after, a lot of, like, foxes and raccoons and shit like that. Well, after I left, um, over the course of time, raccoons and, like foxes have decimated the entirety of our chickens so they're all dead now because they're viciously mauled and then, yeah they all died god damn Nature, the animal world is cruel sometimes my which guy. is why people are like oh no you should like sponsored by lots you know, of water <laughs> no cage farming just let the animals out i'm like bitch they're all gonna get eaten like life <laughs> watch nature is metal like a hawk will swoop down and take one out and unfortunately one of our favorite roosters brewster the rooster died and so like isn't it so funny how if like certain animals like if an eagle swarms down and pulls a fish right out of a lake it's like majestic but if a bear like takes down like a moose or something people are like oh jesus christ it's just fucking tearing it apart well because they eat animals basically as they're dying they don't just like kill it like a tiger they eat it as it's alive so it's like Getting yeah, its stomach ripped open as this bear is just having its dinner. It's, it's just like, funny what we decide is majestic and what we decide is gruesome. There's like, that'll be a funny line somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Depends like, who you ask for is sure. Is it funny if the eagle swoops down and takes like a bunny rabbit? Like a cute little one hopping along? That's fucking nature, something guy. Like that. It's nature, That's dude. It's fucking nature, guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's like, not like a guy going to a bank and robbing it. That's a completely different story. Like no, the eagle, just, the eagle is just trying to survive. That guy is just like trying to get more money. Cheap. The eagles are kind <laughs> of dicks if you look at. It. They're kind of the dicks of the uh, the nature world. Are you talking about Philly? I'm just talking about eagles. Uh, <laughs> it, match, it happens to match Philly fans. I mean, I'm just talking about eagles. You know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my boss is a super big Phillies fan. He loves the Eagles, my guy. But uh. No. Yeah. No, I uh I was at football practice when I was in high school and uh watched as like a falcon or some shit swooped down and picked up like a small like varmint like a chipmunk or some shit and just fly away with it. It was the most gnarly shit I've ever seen. It was just like right in the middle and everybody saw it. We we're like, Holy shit. Jesus. Yeah, bro. Kind of a nature moment right there. Yeah, bro. Majestic. No, but like <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather just, like, if I were to go out and get eaten by any animal, it'd be something, like, so quick, like a tiger, where I'm just, like, chilling, and the next thing you know, I'm just, my head's ripped off. <laughs> get mauled by a tiger. Oh, yeah. We know it won't be an ocean animal, because you're staying out of the ocean. Fuck that Yo, shit. Fuck the ahead. ocean, my fuck guy. Fuck the ocean. Fuck. No, 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 Dude, no, no, no. we talked about this on the last episode with Gus, too. It's, like, lakes or oceans. Were you a lake guy or ocean guy? Oh, lake. Yeah, 100%. There's just so much better things you could do with the lake than an ocean. Right, yeah, take the ocean. Yeah, you have to have a specific boat and shit like that. It's like you got to not be a complete dumbass. And then it's like, oh, if you hit something, it's like 
not a rock. It could be actually like a fucking giant fucking fish. Oh, let me just jump in the water to cool off. Oh, wait, there's a giant 15-foot, like, giant great white shark right there. I've seen all those videos on TikTok and shit. Yeah, you've seen too much fucking Jaws as well. You've seen too much. Too much of Jaws, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, they're coming out to the coast in Maine. They've been spotted for a bit. There's been quite a few spottings in Maine. Was it Kennebunkport or? Somewhere around there. Something like that, yeah. Around OOB, Kennebunkport. Dude, more people die every year from vending machines falling on them than shark attacks. Yeah, because people are always around vending machines. <laughs> well, people are fucking dumbasses <laughs> too, but... That's true. I don't understand these people who are like, let me just shake this thing as hard as I can. Maybe I can get it out. Like, it never works. Bro, you gotta admit, though, how fucking pissed you are when that shit happens to you. Yes, so don't even 100%. say that shit now. Be Tipping that machine, trying to get your fucking doctor. Has that ever out. happened to you? Have you ever had one of those moments? No, I have well, once or twice, but I like very once or twice. Even. <laughs> yeah, I don't go to vending machines all the time. I never, never go to vending machines. When I worked at TD, I don't think I ever used it. No, I used that coffee no. machine. Though, yeah, that free coffee, dude. Free I, coffee was I got my money's good. worth, dude. I got one to go home every day. Hell yeah, dude. I would. I drink like 12, 15 coffees just for fun. I try to set a record. How many coffees can I drink? You got to stay awake doing that job, my man. Yeah, you wouldn't sleep because you just hate your job. So you'd be like, fuck, you got to drink all them coffees to get through it. Bro, sometimes, like some of those stories that you and I used to have when we worked the late night shifts, dude, we, him and I, like, we're in the same training class, too. Yeah. Which is yeah, crazy. Funny. Which is crazy. Back then. I was. Any corporate training is great. Any any time after twelve o'clock, we would look at each other and be like, "Yo, did these guys? What did these guys like snort for breakfast?" Because these guys would just be like, "All right, can we have your account number, card number, or social?" It's like five four seven nine eight nine five. I'm like, "Jesus, whoa! It's like one o'clock in the morning. What did you do before you called in here? Like, how about when breakfast? COVID happened and it, the wait time was how long? Oh, Three my. hours. So we looked in the queue and there was just like." 4,000 people just waiting. They're like, what's the goddamn problem? Why are we waiting so long? I'm like, I, I, I don't know. We're in this thing called a pandemic. Like, what do you fucking think? That's guys? no excuse. Everybody's using that as an excuse. It's like, well, I'm sorry that none of our branches are oh, open, so like, everyone's calling My you. favorite one is, you should hire more people. No shit. No yeah. fucking shit. Guys. Let me hand this over to someone who can actually do something about it, you fuck. <laughs> Thank you, Captain Obvious. Let me transfer you to someone that gives a fuck. Oh, oh, let me tell you what. I was on a two-hour hold time today with fucking Google to fix something, like an email thing. The guy was like, you know what? Let me get you to the right department. Transfers oh my, my ass to a automated system, and there was three options, and none of the options were mine. Then it says... All right, goodbye. <laughs> fucking you. had two hours at waiting, man. I was fucking. Ra- I was here with Ian, man, when that shit happened. I was so pissed. I was trying to fix an email. It, dude, you know how complicated. And I told him too, this was gonna happen. Do we make like bets? It was like, yo, do you think the call's gonna drop, or do you think he's gonna just like randomly end? People at Google don't even have a real fucking job. They just sit around and lounge around all day, and put in six hours of work, and claim they work forty hours a week. Get paid on their little salary. Take their little videos. Dude, that's not a real job. Bro, I think they just made the movie The Internship with Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson just to make it seem like they actually like have a... They actually do some work down there, you know? It's a yeah. great classic movie. Great comedians. 
I love how Elon Musk came right into Twitter and cut like most of the staff and was like, yeah, see, you don't need that much to run a social media company. As he's running it into the ground. <laughs> Stocks are like worth nothing now, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, works. You, know, he's, you, you know, he's training right now. He's training. He's training for he's a fight training. right now. I heard he's like getting some upgrades, you know. He's building the... <laughs> Who, uh, do you hear anything about that fight, Ian? Yeah, here's the thing. I think Marcus Zuckerberg is going to take it for sure. Because, first off, look at Elon. He hasn't even seen the sun in a fucking year. So, like, he's not, he has done no training. He's super smart, but Mark has actually trained, like, jujitsu. So, at least he has something. Like, I just don't see Elon taking Elon, it away. Watch Elon just come in, like, a week before, just, like, diesel the fuck out. Just, like, ready to go. Just it up. Just right. He just yeah. he just pulls the James Harden wears a fat suit the whole fucking time and then gets traded like right before game day and he's like yo I'm actually ready to go pulls yeah. a Patty Pimblet yeah go from Patty. fat to like yeah. in shape that's fucking you said that we talked about that last episode too Jake Paul said you'd call him out which is ridiculous for a UFC fight yeah Jake Paul is fighting Nate Diaz probably the result of that will already happen by the time this cast is released yeah but be interesting to see what happened there we, i think we all know who's gonna win that yeah unfortunately unfortunately if they were back in their primes though can we talk about the jake brothers fighting these people who are never actual the, boxers the paul and brothers the paul, the paul brothers yeah yeah jake, jake and logan, <laughs> jake and logan paul for is who the, you're referring for to for those wondering uh i was extremely high before this so <laughs> back. And, he, and he still is yeah speaking of that speaking of that there you go but no like it was the paul brothers are fighting these oh. people who are never boxers and who are like out of their prime and, and they're like oh Look, they, they're legit boxers. They beat the fuck out of me. But, like, let's real talk for a second. You know they're what? They're fighting people who aren't really boxers, and they're out of their prime. You might want to speak that in the mic when you say I, that. Shit. You're going to want to speak in the mic. Because, you know, I'm going to disagree. Yeah, hot take. It's about to heat up in here. Yeah. I. And you were just saying there was going to be no hot takes coming into this one. Gerardo knows me. I, I I love good good old boxing match. Been watching boxing for years, way before or the uh, Paul brothers ever existed. Now, initially, everyone kind of thought it was kind of a cancer for the sport, but the sport was kind of going nowhere, and it's widely accepted that the sport was going nowhere, especially for females. But males that weren't in the top one percent of boxing were also going nowhere. It's not like it's not like it was anything. It was already a ghost of a sport. Now, Paul did start off by fighting what, a couple of YouTubers or something? Uh, Whatever. Dismiss that. And then who'd he come out? He beat Nate Robinson. At least an oh athlete. Oh my god, dude, that doesn't even count though. Do like... I hold athlete? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Dismiss that. And then he came out and fought Ben Askren. Ben Askren actually had some clout. He's a striker. Did it for a living. Yeah, striking the mat. No, I mean, like, he possibly can strike. I'm not saying he's a good striker. I'm saying he's a striker, you know? Knocked him out in, like, what, 40 seconds, if that. I don't remember the time. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, cut in, cut in before I talk four paragraphs. No, (laughs) the only reason I want to cut in is because you have to understand Ben Askren 
was basically a wrestler who got really good at like defense and trying to avoid getting hit. He never really got hit much uh, when he was fighting. Like he was a really good wrestler. He was kind of like a Khabib, but instead of in UFC, he was in like what one championship or something like that. So like he Khabib would fuck that dude up like to another. Oh, Khabib though. <laughs> like I watched this whole thing on Khabib. I don't want to get into. It. I just want to finish my thought real quick. But oh, of course. Ben Askren was a terrible pick. He just was not known for stand-up. Well, terrible pick for Ben Askren. It was a great pick for Jake Paul. Yeah, yeah. to get, I guess, clout and get, you know... Get his way in. Yeah, but... Yeah. I, from from a fight, there's, like, the actual sport side of it, and then there's, like, the business and, like, for him. Like, for him, yes, I guess that was a great way to get into it. But for the sport, too. though, like if I were to match him up with someone, it wouldn't be that. You wanna? Uh... But uh, but moving on, moving on. I wasn't done with that yet. Yeah, yeah. So, the, that's what the naysayers were saying. And then he next, who would he move on and fight? He fought Woodley. Woodley, that's what I was just saying. Woodley, can you pass me that sharpie, please. And he can bang, yeah. Woodley can bang. This? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, Woodley can't. Dude, Woodley he used can to be, bang. He used to be a champ at the time at one point. Wasn't yeah. he what? Yeah. Yeah, Woodley can bang. Absolutely can bang. 100%. Beat him twice. Pretty decisively. No real questions, debates. Beat him twice. Then who'd he fight? I think that one. Tommy Fury. Then he fought Tommy Fury. Split <coughs> decision. That's probably the most controversial decision of the year. Very, very controversial. I did, I did win money in that time. Yeah, he did, but but <laughs> I won. But whatever, who cares? But um, it was very controversial. He could have won that fight against Tommy Fury. Now Tommy Fury looked great, and it, there was all kinds of controversy on a few different rounds. But Jake Paul easily could have won that fight. So I think he's a lot better than anyone gives him oh, any. I, I think he's a great for. boxer, but I don't think he's like actual boxing professional level. You know what I mean? Like he's not going to go up against. Uh, uh, Is he the top one percent of boxers right now? No, he's not one of the top one percent of boxers. But he is good for the sport, and his promotion in spe- like specifically has brought female boxing to the uh, mainstream and has helped sell out like Madison Square Garden, which has never happened for like a female-led production. Um, I will say a lot of fights still have stagnated. My issue with boxing is there's there's not many exciting people to watch fight. There's uh, that one guy, the red-headed Mexican guy, that's really good. Well, did you watch Rough and Rowdy with us? Yes, I watched one. What would you think of watching Rough and Rowdy? Your it, honest opinion. It was so, like, I I get, I like it, but I hate it. I like it because it is just basically street beefs, right? Just like let's settle this shit, and That's then the it's point. like, yeah. That's and, but yeah, my it's my fun. issue though is like some of these people, I don't know, like are complete ragamuffins. One of like if one guy did a judo throw on someone, I'm like, what the fuck is this? How is he even still fighting? The refs didn't oh, do anything. Shit. Everyone that was, was just right. Yeah. That guy, well, no, no, straight they, hip they, check that They took some points away. They did take some points. Uh, or something. One point, but like you still on. won though. You still won. And I thought that was bullshit. It's like, bro, like give the fans what they want though. 
The commentating's great. Yeah. I want one of these Paul brothers to actually go into the fucking octagon. And... They are. Logan I'm... signed a contract. But is he going in the octagon? Is he going yes, to wrestle? He ju- yes, he's going to the UFC. He just signed a contract. I'm pretty fucking sure about that. I feel uh, like this is going to be like a CM Punk. That. That would be one of those moments where you're going to have to fact check here in the fact future when Jotter talks some cap. Uh, he might not be cap, but I'm guessing... I don't it's either know. that or he's, he's still got a contract with the WWE. He's making so much money in that right now. It's insane. So, if you don't mind, I, I was just... Uh, I've kind of already talked to you about it. Um, but I want to kind of also know your keep, opinion too, Keeping Ryan. secrets? No. So, I watched uh, this thing called Anatomy of a Fighter. And this guy follows around fighters. I've seen a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen any about uh, Khabib? No. So, he has, like, a bunch of series on, like, all these Dagestani fighters. He also has somewhere, like, people like Khabib will just randomly be there. Like, he went to one event in Kazakhstan and did a thing and Khabib showed up. But, like, it's amazing. It's so obvious, though, that he's a champion. I remember listening to Joe Rogan talk about this actually recently. Because Khabib, out of all the fights he won, and this is Joe Rogan's opinion, and maybe you can put in your two cents about this, Ryan, is that Khabib not just – he never lost a, a fight. But he only really lost like two rounds in his career, according to Joe Rogan. So like he he was just so dominant, exactly. So he's so dominant. And how long was his reign though? Like, what's the critique? Well, twenty nine and zero. He can you name like people wouldn't even recognize the name though of twenty plus of those fighters he fought. No, Conor McGregor. We can throw nine. Oh, I'm saying you can maybe throw nine in, but like he's got a twenty, twenty who's who's in there. Like everyone at the top, everyone. Like you can. How many title defenses? At least, like at least four or five. Something like that, because like he also won up a weight class too, right? Yeah, but he wasn't like Conor McGregor with both belts at the same time. That's true, but still though, the fact that he went from one belt to the other. And you you watch this, and like the only thing these people do is like, they get up, they pray, they train, and then wrestle bears. And wrestle bears. <laughs> I have seen the videos of them wrestling bears. It's absolutely wild. These people do not give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> these people are just fucking hardcore, and that's and because they're so disciplined in everything they do. And there's also like a lot of humility about them, which is why I think they're so good because they're they never like have this attitude of, oh, I know what I'm doing. I don't know why you're telling me this. They're always just constantly just learning, and they're just always so disciplined. that Like, I watch that, I'm like, oh, of course there's all these Dagestani fighters. Yeah. But, like, you should you should watch it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That level of discipline that it takes to be, like, that level of champion is absolutely insane. And to stay on top. It's always, like, the saying, it's like, it's not about like getting there. It's about maintaining it there. But I mean, and twenty-nine Jones. and zero. Jones did that shit for a hot sec. John Jones yeah. Bones. He's his official now in November. It's official. I love watching him. He's gonna win. I already know. Put your money on him. I didn't even hear who he's Stipe. fighting. Stipe. Just, 
I was just going to say, there's no one out there you can put that I'm going to bet against them on. The one that's coming up, we always be coming up for those New England people that do listen to us. Uh, if you're in the Boston area, tune into the Garden on August 19th for the UFC fight with uh, Sterling versus Sean O'Malley. Now, that is a fight. Now, this isn't like a UFC podcast where we're going to like, go in-depth in oh, fights, but this is, a, this is a fight that I am personally very excited to see. I love Sugar Sean O'Malley. The Sugar Show, baby. Like, he puts on a little show. He kind of looks like a clown, but, like, you got to do your thing. Like, we all got our own thing going on here. Some people say I look like a clown out there. They can go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to say, though, that, like, he shouldn't be here, though. Like, not, like, you he lost the, the, the guy he fought last time clearly won. Peter Young. Peter Young. Yeah. I think this is a good time where we'll uh, sample a second beer here. Next, we got the Sebago Brewing Company. I'm assuming out of Sebago. Uh, this is their beer called Haze Forward. FWD Haze Forward. Six point seven percent horsepower. Six point seven percent horsepower in this pint. Did you guys uh, finish your other beers first, or no, bro? I'm not gonna finish all this shit. Are you kidding me? Um, well, just just down to the spit sip, you know. Let's crack I this. I finished like half of it, though. Oh, well, you can go first after I open this. Let it breathe for a second, brother. Take your big old sip. <laughs> Give me a second, brother. <laughs> <laughs> nice guzzle there. <laughs> really gotta, you gotta make sure that... What am I going to expect here? Light again. Last one I thought was medium. I wouldn't call it light. Like the last what do you one, say, like, what do you mean by like light? Like it's medium? not a hearty taste. Like a Guinness has kind of hearty. It's kind of but like a brown where it has like yeah. a lot of the nut like fullness to it. Here's the thing. It doesn't really have an aftertaste. Can I smell it? Yeah, that one's more hot forward. I see what they it's mean. It's a weird thing for me to do. <laughs> Like, you're gonna smell your drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, the smell is important because you smell it before you taste it. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan you can admit to that though. Like, with being a, in the cannabis industry, like, if you don't like the smell of it, you're not gonna be attracted to it, like, what you're smoking. <clears throat> no, generally, if you're like smelling, you're looking for certain terpenes or certain, um, like, smells because usually you can associate certain effects with certain smells. Um, so if you're getting like nothing. If you get like nothing at all, like especially when you're smelling cannabis, you're probably, I mean, you're probably looking at getting just about no effect at all. So it's just like on the way she goes. <clears throat> yeah, this is very like, um, I feel like piney hops. I don't like yeah. it. It's almost like celery. It's like, like it? no, it is kind of. But I don't like does it. Does not. Do you get an aftertaste at all? I don't get shit. <laughs> it's like you taste it and then it's done. It's a good, good beer. I'd give it like it's all right, seven point five. It's a good beer, but it's not. This is better. Like this is. I didn't like it. I, I do apologize. Hope I don't offend anyone. I'll give it like a five point one. Really? I wouldn't trash on it or anything. It's probably a good beer. It's probably you know different strokes for different folks. If different, I may point you know? out though, it's six point seven percent alcohol. So the fact that it tastes the way it does with that much, I feel like. 
Jason well, to me, it's like, it's almost like it doesn't <laughs> come together to me. Like, I taste like, it's kind of piney. It's kind of got like a little like, but it's almost like a watered down piney kind of like gin taste almost. So it's just not my cup of tea. I, but I can definitely see someone liking it. I don't think it's a bad product. I just don't think it hits the like what I like to taste. Made in Maine. I like with IPAs when you can get <laughs> other like subtle or deeper flavors like a, like a grapefruit or like um, something citrusy or something sweet to complement it. But that one was like very pine forward. See, here's the thing, though. Board. I think that's the difference between me and you because, like, I like dark roasted coffee. I like the flavor. Even the I prefer bitterness. I prefer blonde roasted coffee because I like to wake the fuck up quick. It's a lot more caffeine in blonde roasted coffee. A lot of people think dark roast has more co- like caffeine in it, but the more you roast your beans, the more caffeine you roast out of them. Just a shout that's out true. to uh, Sebago Brewing for that beer right there. Just a fun fact right on the board. Just yeah. had to put that out there, but uh, back to the dark roast coffee. <laughs> but didn't you say something about like dark roast and light roast? Like it's like the opposite of what people really think. Yeah, most people think that. Uh, that's what I just said. I said most people think that dark roast has more caffeine in it, where it's quite the contrary. It has a lot less because the more uh, you cook your beans, the darker the beans get, the darker the roast. Um, that's the more caffeine that you're cooking out of it before you're even getting it into your cup. Gotcha. Sorry, I missed that. I was uh, definitely reading too much in yeah, depth of that lately. Have much to do with it. <laughs> no, I mean it's almost too light. It's almost got like a seltzeriness to it. But it, it it's still good. But it's like I don't know. I IPAs are kind of supposed to be a little bit bold. Anyways, they kind of have to have like a flavor about them. They can go a few <laughs> different ways. So that's a New England style IPA. I have not a fucking clue what that means. But like to somebody. Like, we can get Jared back. We'll definitely get Jared oh, back Jared on the cast. Jared from episode one, for sure. And you know Jared very well. Um, Jared best will, beers are This man can brew. Yeah, he can brew. But I bet if you quiz him one question, you come oh. on and be like, what's the difference? Like, what makes the New 100%. England IPA, New England IPA? He'd be right on it. Like, he is fantastic. Ooh, that would be something we should do with him is to do, like, a beer trivia with Jared. Blind taste test. Oh, we should definitely do that. Oh. Oh, thank you for that. Heads up on that one. I'll play along. Yeah, I'll if he gets five for five. Drotter will host it, kind of, you know. Five for five, 20 bucks on the line. Let's see if he does it. 20 bucks of Drotter's money again on the line. Oh, it's oh, You yeah, remember that's... the game. Oh, yeah, the lobster money. That's always a good time. You owe me lobster money. Oh, you owe me lobster money. It's always a great did Ted, great movie, great movie, classic one. But no, I think Jared could do it though. Five for five, I think he could. He's pretty good at it. But like, he grows his own beer. That's that's dangerous. The guy that grows his own beer definitely knows like what he's doing. Like his taste. Grows buds. his own what? Grows his own beer. I mean, brews. 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 His, oh. Grows his own beer. Yeah, he grows his own hops. He grows his own hops. Oh, my bad. Makes his own beer. I'm like, he grows his own beer. You know, I'm skipping the middle, man. I'm just getting to skipping all the fucking shit. I think you guys, what you two should do is like either do like a blind taste test of like fast food places around here or main restaurants around here. Or maybe do like a a comparison where like what we're doing here, but with like main restaurants around here. And be like, all right, what do you think of this dish? What do you think of this? My taste buds are shit, but I'm down to eat some food. But, like, I'm totally game. 
But as long as there's like we make sure there's nothing that's gonna kill either of us for allergy wise, we're pretty safe. One hundred percent. Luckily, Amen. I'm not a re- allergic. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Yeah. What? You geeking out so, over there? So yeah. beers occasional. I was looking at our last beer contender here. This is the Little Sip IPA. From Lawson's Finest Liquids. The Little Miss Sunshine of Beers. 6.2. So this is lighter than the other two. We went strongest to weakest. I don't know if that was the strategy on purpose or if this just happened to be the order we opened them in. Open it again. Let you do yeah, do it right. Oh. Oh, just love that sound. I wish I had another one just to open just for the sound again. Didn't even take a sip of Nah, you gotta be polite. A light smell, not much. <clears throat> Smells like aluminum. Thoughts on your first sip there? Stronger flavor for sure. A little bit of an acid, uh, aftertaste, kind of citrusy. Yeah, kind of. <clears throat> exactly. Uh, <laughs> I like it. It's not. <sighs> I maybe a little bit more than the other one. That's just the bee's knees. That's the bee's knees. That's just the bee's knees, my guy. That is pretty good. That's like a very like I guess you could say robust. It's got a full flavor. I was like, that's good. It's like got a little bit of everything going. Like Did a you really popping. Mm, that that's good. I don't think it's much better than the Sebago one, but it is better. I would give it. <clears throat> It's not a, an eight for me. I, I'd give it like a seven point seven. Dude, this is gas. What? What is this? You like it? Yeah, dude. Where's this like come it? from? I should say on the bottom. What's the? Did it say Lawson in the front? Is this a main beer before we show up the wrong company? Or is main Vermont? Oh, dude, this came from Vermont, dude. Vermont's got some fine liquids up there too. Oh, yeah, so dude. my cousin did that. Uh... Yeah. No, you should do this. Came out of dude. This is like absolutely fantastic. Oh damn! You do like your Vermont stuff, though. I do love the Vermont stuff, dude. That's fantastic. It almost got like a grapefruit aftertaste, like a full IPA taste, but like full in the sense that like it's got a full flavor, a lot more flavor than that Sebago one, dude. That's like one of the best IPAs I've ever had. That came out of absolutely nowhere. One of my all-time favorites is Flume, and you can get that oh. down in Portland. I can't remember the company. I want to say it was Battery Steel. It's right in the uh, – there's like three dis- – uh, I call them dispensaries, alcohol dispensaries as I call them, right in uh, Portland, right where Allagash is. Yeah. Now, breathe, my guy. Breathe. I believe that's where you can get the Flume. Can you try that again? I thought that was absolutely fantastic. He's like, yo, if you don't drink that, I'm going to drink the whole damn thing. <laughs> I was like, just planning on having a sip, but like I kind of did. It's, it's stronger one. IPA taste. What's your uh, What's your rating on that? 7.7. I gave this 8.5, 7. 7.7, 7.5. Bro, that, that's a 9.6. That's the gold fucking standard right there. I That's... It has too much Damn, of that dude, IPA your, taste to if it. If your cousin goes back up to Vermont, is, it, is this what she'd be going up to Vermont to get to? This stuff's fire, dude. She, well, no, she happened to be doing like a uh, 
doing something for my cousin Lauren. Uh, Cormier, shout out to my cousin. Hey, Lauren, for those listeners out there. What up if you're listening? Oh, she's definitely a subscriber. Always crazy when she comes out. But uh, she went out there for a uh, for her work, for her accounting job. And yep. then she, uh, my uh, my uncle happened to, do, she was out there, and he's like, yo, can you grab me some uh, beers while you're out there? So, and knowing my uncle, he's a beer, big beer guy, big beer guy. So, he loves his IPAs, hence why we got some out here today. So, the guy that does the Rip and Rosie, so. Bro, this, I don't know. You like I, I'm shocked you gave this 5.1. Do you like that one better? Yeah, I uh, know. Uh, I like this one less. I like this one uh, more than this one. But well, I gave this a seven point five. You it, gave it a five point one. Would you like me to give it another one, another review? No, you're good. I mean, what you said is what you said. I just I agree that I should go first review because that's only fair. But let me revisit. Maybe it's got to be colder. I don't know. Maybe this one works better at the temperature it's at. Like they're both pretty cold, though. I'm not gonna lie. Grotter did a really good job of keeping them cold. Like, yeah, they're, they're pretty cold. They're as cold as it was gonna get. It might taste different now because it's warmer. I got sodas over here too. If you want those, I got grape, and then I got orange. Oh, I'd love orange soda. You, want orange uh, soda? you know, very earthy. Ryan, do you want any soda? I love it. Any soda? You want a uh, orange or grape soda? Oh, uh, the orange or grape. There's none of that stinking root beer. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my gosh, man. My dad, he told me, um, RIP, my dad, before he passed, he's like, oh, I want to always watch Slapshot. Never was on for like, uh, like literally the whole time. Literally, like right after he passed, like there was none on like Netflix since like 2018. And they finally put it on. And I was like, Ryan. We gotta watch this. I've never seen. He's like, bro, you've never seen Slapshot. That one movie of my is favorites. Fucking hilarious, dude. I'm peeing myself laughing how old this shit is. He's like, oh, that stinking rope bear. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's my favorite line from the movie. It's just like so stupid. But if you like that line in the movie, like you'll you'll just love the oh, movie. The classic movies are great, man. They're definitely great. Oh, there's a um, lemon lime. Or do you want... Oh, no, I'm good on the soda. I just wanted to yell no stinking root beer. Oh, um, <laughs> but no, this has been a great celebration here. It's great to have you on the cast, Ian. And get you Absolutely. on. You know, the executive editor. Executive editor. The Jamie to the podcast. You know, that's a fancy title. Up, bring my laptop over, look stuff up. Yeah, be good times. What, uh... Let the people get to know you a little bit. One last thing before I go. What's one thing that people need to know that you feel that you haven't said yet today? And I'll take a seat back here. That I haven't said? As my mom would say, what do you bring to the table? What do I bring to the table? I bring to the table what Donald Trump brought to America. You know what that is? I'd rather not answer that question. I, <laughs> I'm weighing. I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, so, <laughs> I, <laughs> reverse, I mean, look, I, reverse, Uno reverse card, double Everyone's reverse. Everyone's like listening. like, oh, Everyone's like, this is the big moment. This is the big moment. The cooked lobsters are about to tell us which way to vote. 
<laughs> oh, here it comes. No, reverse. Uh, no. And I'll reverse the Uno card back to you again, Ian. So, I mean, look, I know you guys. I know how you act. I know what... I think we go along together great. We'll always... For the listeners, like... Basically, on a Saturday night, usually we're all hanging out together anyways. So, I know... You know you guys. I know how you probably want stuff done. There's that. And also, I live conveniently around the corner so <laughs> this, this around that block baby so it's not like you know it's a hike away i can show up anytime but yeah i mean nope. it's hard talking about yourself sometimes you know yeah it's like i mean we can make it what easier do you want me to do how about you tell the listeners about something about ryan and then you can tell something about us and we can do the same thing about you oh a sneaky fact what's yeah. one our sneaky fact segment that we'll end it with. I don't think. I mean, you guys are pretty much the same. Yeah, you guys are. You guys are pretty much the same here as you are outside, I, which is why I think you guys will blow up to be a great podcast. Uh, not just hopefully a main podcast. Hopefully not just a New England podcast, but a big podcast. You know, like all the big ones, you know, Theo Vaughn's very popular. Your mom's house with Tom Segura and his wife. Like, <clears throat> I think you guys definitely have that potential, uh, especially because this is a stoner podcast. I mean, how many are really out there like this? But also, I think we have big ambitions uh, for the listeners and watchers behind the scenes. We've been talking. I've been giving these guys ideas. They've been bouncing ideas off of me. So, you know, we, we have some big ideas, hopefully, for... <clears throat> I brought this up before. It's something we'll still have to talk about, but we might get a little bit more into main politics and politics in general. To a certain extent, I'm sure these guys... Uh, again, I'm only the producer, and I'm a friend of these guys, so... You know, we bounce each, you know ideas off each other, but you know, I know some people that have been into politics, local and state level politics. So maybe a little bit more like that, a little bit more, hopefully traveling around and some exciting stuff going on. Hell I'm fucking yeah. tickled pink <clears throat> over here, guy. Just listen uh, to that. I was kind of like cheese like a pizza over here, my guy. When you're talking, super excited. <laughs> we got a little, uh, a little something, something. Super very light hint here, but we got something working with some local politicians right now too. Oh, you want? Oh, we got some local politicians. We're trying to honor a legend. Oh, maybe a little too much said. Maybe not enough. But no, said. it's kind of funny that I was. It's all kind of meshes together. Kind of glad you said that because we talked about boxing. Yeah, so we did talk a little bit about hint. boxing. That'd be the today. only hint we get to our listeners about some competitions as well. No. Yeah, we're not going to let you go without talking about the competition real quick. Oh, it's not even a competition. It's just... So, <clears throat> and this is actually something... Hopefully I'm not taking this away from you. But this is something we're kind of talking about before this is, you know, like, obviously, people, we have a rough idea of what we want to talk about. We want it to flow. So it's not like we just want to have, like, hard stops. But we, me and Ryan and have been talking quite a bit because... I don't know if you actually brought up. This is something I don't think you brought up. Well, I actually maybe I taught I take this back. You obviously have, but you're you're a chef, right? You're a chef for like ten years. You're telling me. Yeah. Yes. Yes, sir. And these two have gotten me into Hell's Kitchen, 
And I'm like a big fan now. And I've been talking to this guy about, I'm pointing to Ryan, <laughs> for the listeners, <clears throat> excuse me, about like the realities of cooking. And I wanted to ask you, like all this crazy shit of like yelling, all this stuff. Uh, I don't know if you guys have watched The Bear on Hulu. I have. And like there's some scenes where like, you know, guys just talking down to a guy like basically you should just kill yourself. Crazy shit like that. How often does that really happen? How realistic is that? So the finer <laughs> the restaurant, the usually the meaner people are. And like you got to understand there's a lot of chefs and these aren't like I'm not talking main chefs necessarily like but there's a lot of chefs out there in the world that are like very strung out. They work like 80 plus hours a week. They like have at least one or two drug addictions rocking at the same <laughs> time, like bunch of cocaine to get through Jesus. the day, something to get them down at the end of the night. Yeah, like it, it's it's a nasty, nasty world when you get to the like rough fine dining and that kind of shit. Like you bring in not really enough money to support any of those habits. It's like it's kind of it's kind of awful. But that's like how it goes some places. Yeah. It's uh, it's like Ryan and I actually kind of met more a little bit. It's actually in the uh, cooking industry. We yeah, yeah, we were like 18 years old working at Cindy's Dockside in Poland, Maine. Yeah, right out of high school. Was my really? First, it was my first job. I worked <clears throat> with him on a uh, Cindy's Dockside, and that was a uh, fry, fry cook. It was a... Uh, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. No, but he I, never did. I, but yeah. I tell you what, they didn't give a shit because of the amount of people I brought in, because the amount of people I knew, <laughs> the amount of people would just come in. I'm like, oh, we're doing a lot of business. I'm like, yeah, he I don't know what I'm doing, but I tell you what, we, Jesus. he'd be half the time outside flirting with the girls, not even fucking working, and be like, yo, anyone got that fried shrimp? And it's like, nah, the fry guy's outside flirting with some girls. Yeah, we had shrimp. Yeah, he probably didn't even know we had shrimp. He's like, uh, yo, and then we had haddock, and then we had fucking. But is it that chaotic? <laughs> like you watch Hell's Kitchen, you watch like all these uh, chef shows. Like I said, The Bear for those who have Hulu and have watched it, and it's like sometimes it's just sheer chaos. People running around, and I I have a little bit. I was a dishwasher while I was going through a trade school, but uh, <clears throat> like it doesn't seem to be that chaotic in the kitchen I was working. With. Now we cooked, you know, stuff like burgers, stuff like that. But, like, in a higher-end restaurant, is it that chaotic, like, Hell's Kitchen, where people well, are just, like, fucking up all the time? And... In, like, a popular New York City restaurant where you're doing quick turnarounds, yeah. yeah. Like, when it's high volume, it's even more chaotic. Because, like, Hell's Kitchen, sometimes I watch it, and they're doing, like, one ticket at a time. Which means you're only running, like... Well, sometimes, it's not always. It's, like, especially in the earlier episodes, they're running, like, yeah. one ticket at a time. Because yeah. later on, they get better, but... They're running one ticket at a time, and they're fucking up, like, every single element to it. And, like, they're just creating a lot of that stress upon themselves. But, like, in, like, like especially main restaurants in Portland, it can be incredibly, like, chaotic because it's just quick turnarounds, and you're just constantly pumping it out. The dining room's overbooked and packed, and, like, two people called out. So you got all the servers are stressing out. And people start making mistakes and, like, forgetting to put things on tickets. And it just, like, that's why people hate when you make, like, certain modifications on your food. Because all of a sudden, you're, like, all these extra things you got to fucking add and think about. All now just, like, tossed in on top of the fact, like, like, fuck. 
it's just crazy and you're probably underpaid and broke and also have a drug habit <laughs> you smoke a shit ton of cigarettes. A lot of cigarettes. <laughs> shit ton of cigarettes. Yeah, no, dude. I, I used to know this one chef. He smoked cool cigarettes. He was such a dickhead, dude. But he could light a cigarette. Dude, his talent was he could light a cigarette and drag the whole thing down, dude, to just about nothing on one drag. And he'd even keep the ash there, like, Jesus. almost all in one piece. Because he'd put a toothpick in it, and that would, like, keep all the ash up and shit. Bro, you remember that? This dude was a nutcase. Remember Dan smoking that cigarette? Oh, yeah. Oh, one... Dude, we gotta tell, you gotta tell him that story. Bro. Oh, yeah. One oh, time God. we dude, had this a... This shit is hilarious. This is, like, when we first started working. Like, we, the, like we, was this, like, week, week two or three when I was there? Like yeah, like beginning? two or three weeks of draw to work in there. Yeah. We uh we had a dishwasher who apparently had a roommate who was a dickhead. So before he left for work, he was like probably broke as hell because he's a fucking dishwasher in Poland, Maine. So he's cranking his old his own cigarettes with one of them fucking old school uh cigarette cranks. Like well, joiners. Yeah. yeah, you know, pre roll tubes, you put some tobacco in it. You've seen the old fuckers do it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so apparently like he was running late and he like asked his roommate, he's like, Yo, you think you can pack me like, you know, five or six of those? He's like, Oh, don't even worry, Bob. I got a full fucking pack for you, all packed up, ready to go. So he gets to work, goes on his fucking cigarette break, and all of a sudden just like comes in all fucking stoned and shit he's like i don't know what's going on man i don't know and like i'm like the whole cigarette he's like yo she smoked the whole cigarette he's like all these like yo i didn't think it was a cigarette i was like took me that long to recognize that shit wasn't a cigarette guy i was just like he's like and then he's like i don't feel good at all like fuck i'm over there like trying to help him out but he's like i don't want to lose i don't want to lose like he's new, he's, I don't want him to be there. Like he's a good guy, he's a good guy. You know, Yo, a good guy. yeah. And I thought he had a kid because he always used to wear this hat that said "World's Number One Dad." But then I found out he was just wearing that because he thought he could get a raise. If the <laughs> fucking boss thought he had a kid, the <laughs> <laughs> power move right there, guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ! On that note. <clears throat> So, have you ever had that happen to you, like, Chef Gordon Ramsay style, just somebody come up and fucking chew you out? Yeah, that fucking dickhead I was just talking about who smoked the fucking cool mints, dude. He used to, like, chuck pans and shit. He had, like, little man syndrome and anger management all rocking at the same time. But it just fucking happens, dude. You know? It fucking happens. You're good. You're good. Yeah. (laughs) But... That was a uh, that was a very interesting day at the uh, dockside kitchen yesterday, for sure. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, no, no. The, when the dishwasher dude, then he went outside, and he's like sitting there, like, "Yo, we're gonna give him an hour off the clock to sit there and let the weed." Uh, go away and I'm like yeah that's gonna fucking work and then I just go out there and I'm like smoking a bowl and I'm like looking at him like hey checking out them squirrels guy they're kind of fucking nutty and then he's just like oh stop dude it's like overwhelming and I'm like fuck dude you probably got like a little sprinkle of weed and he's like freaking out right like you need to smoke weed but sometimes when you're in the kitchen to calm the fuck down like it's you can scream that all day man it's not fun he didn't lose his job. Anybody that just shows up to work usually didn't lose their job. No. You had to fuck up pretty bad. Yeah, fuck up pretty bad. Well, I know, like, restaurants go through people so quickly. So it's like, you you really, 
just attendance alone, if you're just willing to show up, I'm sure is like enough for like most fuck ups. But we have a lot of things cooking up. Like I said earlier, we got plenty of things to that we have planned, some competitions, some things that'll be I guess kind of game showy. Yeah. In some sense. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, some long term plans. We'll figure it out. We'll hope that we'll figure it out. But uh, hey, Ryan, is there anything you want to say to our listeners? Stay cracking. Stay, Stay cracking. Well, like I always like to say, like uh, I always want to thank out uh, to our listeners out there for always listening in, tuning in, subscribing, and following to us on uh, all of our platforms on Spotify and YouTube, Instagram, and Instagram, and uh, Apple Podcasts, if I believe. Yeah, we're up there. Yeah, we're up there if you have to. But yeah, it's what's Spotify. the numbers right now on Spotify? Doing good. Spotify's numbers good. are great. So much winning. We're gonna be tired of winning soon. It's so much winning. But number one trending main podcast. That's new. It's uh trending so much we actually have a few other people reach out, but that will be for a later time to talk about I'm assuming for our listeners to hear soon enough. Definitely you can't comment, right, on Spotify on podcasts, can you? You can no, but you can leave a comment on our YouTube page or our Instagram. Yeah, so definitely a direct message. Direct message on Instagram would probably be the best. We respond pretty quick. Absolutely. And definitely some ideas. Because I feel like, especially in New England, like it's such an old place that like we could do some cool stuff. I have some ideas already, so it'll be fun. Yeah. Thank you guys again for tuning in. We'd love to stay here all night, but we got some more beers to polish. For up. those who don't know, it's three in the morning when we right now. It's like three. We started this wickedly. It's three twenty. It's three twenty in the morning. What are you up to? It's four twenty somewhere. Let's uh, go ahead and light one, and y'all take your easy. Better patter. Let's uh, polish those beers at her, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not drinking all this. You fucking at him, Ryan, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Main thing you gotta say you to all of our listeners is stay cracking. Stay cracking. <laughs>